What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Where the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Today, a men's soccer edition of the Where the Bear podcast. And if you want to subscribe to it, all you got to do, go to iTunes, go in the search bar, search Golden Grizzlies, and click subscribe. That is it, and you will be all set to go. Also available on the SoundCloud page as well. Just search Golden Grizzlies. Today, joining me as always, a men's soccer coach, Eric Pogue, Niall Higgins, in the house as well and guys welcome in Niall your, your first ever time here coming off a strong Grizz vision <laughs> in the win over IUPUI which we'll talk about but uh, welcome into the Wear the Bear podcast how's it feel man uh, it feels great feels yeah. great to be here absolutely you fired up you ready to go scared nervous excited uh, excited excited all right coach are you scared nervous excited no man it's time to wrap some soccer here yeah so. and that's and that's what we're finna do as, finna as, a, do. as kids would say but coach uh you guys uh, last week w- was a big weekend for you getting that that badly needed three nil result over iupy last night uh, you guys had a game at dayton which didn't go your way but there were some things to pull out of out of that match but but coach i'll start with you the 3-0 win over iupy it jumps you right back into the mix in the horizon league table i mean not to say that you, you ever left it a lot of teams are going to lose at right state not to say you ever left it but you guys are officially back in the mix yeah i mean we obviously our overall record isn't where we want to be and uh you know nile and everyone on the team you know it would be the first to admit that but uh you know we all know that the league's most important and uh you know, starting out of the gate at Wright State, um, you know, that that's a tough team and they're, they're doing great. That's always going to be a tough game. If you look back, uh, you know, three, two, three months around, say you dropped two games and one of them was at Wright State, um, you know, no one would think too much of it. You but, can that, live with that, that. but that doesn't mean that we still kind of didn't squander an opportunity to, to compete better than we did. Having said that, I told the group, you know, we're in a must-win situation. You know, you, mm-hmm. this league, you can't lose games at home. Um, you know, especially where we're at, we needed the confidence that went with that. And, uh, you know, I, I said, you know, IOP, you guys are a rebuilding team. They're new to the league. Um, you know, coach Barnett's doing the best he possibly can, but I mean, I felt like we were the better team than them and we needed to come out there and prove it. And I think we did that. I don't think we can get, um, I don't think we can get a false sense of like, oh my God, we're we made it we're back because you know then you get and get your teeth kicked in yesterday against Dayton and sometimes that's exactly what you need to be like all right we can be this but we can also get exposed as well so hey let's take the good of IUPUI and you know playing well against Western Michigan which we kind of built up to playing well against IUPUI and then hey here's some of our liabilities that got brought back out against uh, Dayton can we combine all that and come out against Cleveland State at home and put together a great effort and get ourselves to 2-1 and one in the conference, which is right in the thick of things. And you mentioned that Western Michigan game, which week by week and game by game that goes by, Western Michigan with a big win over Michigan. I mean, they're, they're knocking on the door. The top 10 nationally right now is that Western Michigan team. But, Niall, I'll, I'll pose a question to you, the match against IUPUI. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a younger guy, so I don't want to say classic Niall Higgins, but on that corner set piece – uh, you're always going to be a target in there for the, for that, that was, corner kick, and, and you got the goal. That was definitely classic knowledge. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> at definitely. what year? At what year can you become quote unquote classic? Something? Hey, listen, that's that's one of my good friends, Demir Muftari. I'll call an ESPN classic. <laughs> you know, uh, I've seen that one. Niall might be only be a sophomore, but 
you know, he's probably played more minutes than anybody sure. for this team. And, you know, I don't consider, you know, Niles a young leader on this team that's trying to find his feet and trying to help lead us in the right way. And, you know, he's a consistent top performer for us. And, uh, you know, we're going to need those timely goals from him. And, you know, he's got to help step us up in the back and, you know, keep some more clean sheets. But, uh, you know, he's such a huge part of this team. No question about that. Now, Niall, I know that, that – Obviously, you guys are aware what that match meant in, mm. in terms of that IUPUI match, and, and you guys have a real, real big one, equally as big one, coming up this Saturday against Cleveland State on September 23rd. That's a game that will be available on ESPN3. Love to have you out to the Oakland soccer field as well. But, now you guys are aware. I mean, yeah, we can keep it real around here. The, the, mm. the non-conference portion of the, of the schedule hasn't gone the way you want it to, do, to go. I'm sure you'll be the first one to say that. Yeah. With all that being said, though, you guys are still the masters of your fate in that mm. if you go through the Horizon League and, and take care of business, you can go to the NCAA tournament, which is the goal. Yeah. Well, we just got to believe, and that's probably the biggest part of this team. Like, we have all the players, all the tools, everything, all the pieces put together, but we just got to believe. We just got to work hard. That's that's the main the main part of it because every team can go down doesn't matter but as long as you can believe that you guys can go to ncas and 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 finish top of your league and and win conferences and all that stuff you just got to believe that's that's a big part of it well now it's interesting because listening to you talk and being able to see you mm -hmm. as you're talking i mean you you have all that nonverbal right now. You, you know, the shoulders are bucking up. You mm. know, you're slapping the hand on the table, mm. all that stuff. I yeah. mean, th this isn't lip service to you. I mean, this isn't a game, what you're talking about right here. Mm. You're not saying this for the sake of saying it because it's what you're supposed to say. You're all in with this. Mm-hmm. This is life or death. That's how people <laughs> have to think about it. It's and, life and, or and death. And here's the thing, and I'm going to call them out on radio, you know. Like, it, it can't be the silent stuff anymore, yeah. you know. Like, you're a leader and, you know, behind the scenes, I know you want it to be different. Mm -hmm. You got to make it different, though. You got to stop being, I'm young, I'm this, and this. you, you got to start. Listen, you did something at Wright State, which was one of the biggest forms of leadership I've seen on this team this entire year. You brought the group over when that scoreboard said two Wright State, zero Oakland, and you asked the team to look up there, mm -hmm. right? That's leadership, yeah. right? And that's not a someday thing that's an everyday thing and i don't care if you're a sophomore uh, a freshman a senior like you need to embrace that and you mm -hmm. need to take ownership of that because the team loves you the team knows that you're a top flight player and you got to stop talking about it and start being about it yeah right and that's just real talk Mm -hmm. uh, there it is, and, and um, hey, we're on uh, uh, yeah. the Wear the Bear podcast, <laughs> yeah, right? Absolutely, so, brought to you by the Evans Longer, which, you know. which we are. But mm -hmm. now, I mean, okay, you know, we're, we're it's real talk around here right now. So, yeah. so let's let's get into it then. Now, I mean, when Coach Polk says something like that to you, you being a sophomore, how do you how do you process that? A and then B, how do you execute that? You just gotta grow. That's it. That's all it is. Just gotta grow. Um, like I mean, every time. It's it's always been a part of me, like you know that fight. You know what I mean. Um, every time we 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 either like tie or or something doesn't go our way, or maybe we lose, or maybe we win and we get scored on. You know what I mean. Like I don't sleep. I don't sleep at night. I don't I don't sleep well. It doesn't go by me that well. Good. At least I there's try, someone else out there. I, I try to I try to I try to process what I did wrong, and then try to try to help my teammates as well and try to talk to guys here and there like listen let's let's keep our head up let's keep going like even the Dayton game I'll, I'll speak on that the Dayton game we were 
we were what tied two two at half. We go down three two, and I looked, and everybody's head just goes down. And I remembered uh, Coach Steve saying, "We don't we bend, but we don't break." So I said, "Okay, let's let's come on, just keep our energy." We actually played better. We out we we're out playing them. We just did not execute. That was it. That was all that yep. that happened. Did not execute. And, That's it. And I think it comes down to this. Like we're talking, can, can we take some of the positives that sure. we've had at Western Michigan and that we've had uh, IUPUI, but then start understanding, hey, we can still get kicked in the teeth, right? And we can still come out stronger heading into a Cleveland State game against, you know, a team, you know, uh, that I'm watching on film. That's a good team. They got good players. They're well coached. Uh, they possess the ball really well. And, uh, you know, but – Coach Paul calls the Oakland field a snake pit, mm-hmm. right? And I told the I told our staff today in our meeting. I said I got absolutely no no thoughts in my mind that our team won't come ready to play that game because it's home and because you know we know what it's all about. But we got to take every game like that. We can't take days off. And and uh, you know we'll look back on this at the end of the season when we're flying and we're playing the right way and. We'll look back on this and 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 know that they were the steps that we needed because a lot of people want to be part of the results, but a lot of people don't want to be part of the process, mm-hmm. you know. And I think, you know, they want to be part of it when it's you know roses and cherries and everyone's sure. smiling and laughing and you that's know, the easy part, coach. you know. But they don't want to be part of the hard stuff, you know. And it, and you know, being successful isn't easy, and it's it's never just a straight trajectory up, man. You're gonna have some valleys and. You know, um, I just think we just keep grinding, you know, and we keep hustling and we keep, you know, believing in each other and and following through. And, you know, we'll get to where we want to go. It just ain't going to be easy. Right. Absolutely. So the Golden Grizzlies uh, will take on Cleveland State in Horizon League play this Saturday. Then a midweek tilt in Ann Arbor against Michigan and then a road tilt at Green Bay in Horizon League play. Coach, I'm not I'm not speaking out of school here overstating this when I say this coming up up until the next week but this is the most important week of the season would you agree with that yeah i mean it's important to where we're at i mean yeah throwing a michigan game in the middle that's uh obviously you know that's a big game big team you know they're ranked in the in the nation right now that's a tough game but in between we got two really important games home against cleveland state and at green bay which is sitting atop the conference right now and you know traveling there is always a bear you know sure. and, and coach jeremy up there is doing a great job and really rallying that troop after taking over and so yeah i mean we got a really tough kind of seven day stretch where we got to play three games which is a bit absurd (laughs) you know throw in travel with all that but uh you know it is what it is so uh we'll take it one game at a time and 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 kind of the only one we're worried about right now is cleveland state well, Coach, you could be a good broadcaster someday because that's a great segue into what we're going to talk about next. And now I'm curious to get your opinion on it. I know, Coach, you have some strong opinions on it as well. And there, there's been a movement with the U.S. Soccer Coaches Association and, and a lot of discussion. We're going to go soccer politics, right? I have yeah, a political yeah. roundtable right here. <laughs> All right. Um, but there's been a lot of discussion about the length of the college season. And these various scenarios that I just drew up here where you guys are Saturday home against Cleveland State. Wednesday at Michigan, Saturday at Green Bay. Three matches, seven days. 
A travel and, and travel travel to two school. places school oh by the way Niall yeah. who's a mechanical engineering major if you need that I don't even know what that yeah. like that that's so that's so scholastically <laughs> intensive I don't know what a mechanical engineer does let alone could I be one uh, but but I, but we'll pick up on that later Niall yeah. but again that right off the bat to me as a sports fan not just a soccer guy but as a sports fan that doesn't suggest that you're going to get the highest quality of product that you can get from the men's soccer game. And now I'll get the, I'll get the player's perspective in just a second, but mm-hmm. coach, you're very, very passionate yeah. uh, about this, this subject. So the floor is yours. Well, I mean, I, th- I think it's difficult, you know, and, uh, listen, we're, we're all a part of it right now and we're all grinding through it, but I think you're seeing it a lot right now. It's a big push right now amongst our, our coaching association is to try to get this season split up and make it a little bit more, you know, right now the quality of the game isn't where it needs to be. One, because we're playing too many games, we're traveling too much. I mean, we can't run a quality training session if we try to. I mean, we play Saturday, we recover Sunday, we have off on the NCAA day off on Monday, Tuesday we got to be light because we play Wednesday. Maybe we might travel Thursday. We got to be light because we just played Wednesday. Friday we got to be light because we're playing Saturday. <laughs> right. Where are you gonna turn around and be able to? teach these kids anything where are you going to be able to um so you got to learn on the fly and i think it's it's just making it really difficult you know throwing substitution patterns where you can go in and out and in and out and in and out and you know now i'll tell you these games turn into absolute bloodbaths sure. you know and i'm sure we'd all like to play a better quality of brand you got u.s academy soccer where these kids are coming from where you know you play and if you sub out you're done Right. And then they're coming back into this environment of in, out, in, out, in, out. And, you know, I think it's just changing the game, not necessarily for the better. And I think you're seeing some some teams that are really struggling right now, including ourselves with trying to figure that out, throwing. I mean, we got 14 away games, six home games. So, I mean, I just think it's a difficult task. And I mean, I'm I'm sure from the student athlete perspective, there has to be a happy balance because throw in their summer soccer and all that other stuff. I think it's a, we got to look to make some kind of change that's better for the student athlete, better for the quality of soccer, better for us to help prepare these guys to be where they want to be, which is pro-, pro soccer, you know, whether that's, you know, MLS, you know, USL, USL3 that's coming up. Um, they're starting a new Canadian pro soccer league. You know, all this, I mean, there's lots of opportunities for these kids, but if we're going to be held accountable, like, hey, college soccer isn't preparing guys for the next level. Which, which you, let's be real, you are. Which we flip are. On, flip on the radio, go, yeah. dial up Sirius XMFC right now. Everyone's saying college soccer is can't killing, do, is killing, killing the game, soccer, yeah. you know, and I'm not going to say that it's not completely doing that, but we're a product of our environment. You know, how are you going to teach these kids when you – when? Or even in the spring, you, you, you're not playing as many games, but you're playing no meaningful games. So now you're training, but training for what? To play an exhibition, to play a friendly five games? I mean, uh, you know, and then they're going into different summer environments, and these kids aren't getting the rest that they need in order to perform. I mean, Niall played a million games this summer for a million different teams, and, you know, that's great for him, but he's also, you know, worn down. You know, sure. and I think it's hard. Well, Niall, I mean, I'll let you weigh in on that mm. too. I mean, you're you're one of the ones that can affect change. Uh, mm. In that, if if you want to see a change, what's your take on on the scheduling setup right now of college soccer? Well, right now, I currently don't like it at all because, mm. like, we just came back from from Dayton at three in the morning. I went to bed at five in the morning, and then I wake up a- at a.m. class. Yeah, wake up study 11 hours. 
study hours then i gotta go to practice right after then after that i have to go and and go to class for three hours you know what i mean like where you throw in your girl you know like, yeah. you know you, you, <laughs> even have, social life. you don't have time to relax you know watch tv like well I, you texted me too you said hey i'm gonna be a few minutes later yeah. I'm, I'm getting treatment done i mean yeah. that's all part of the it's, part of the life it's crazy it's it, just it's crazy you know what's even harder is like you throw in it'd be great to do a video session yeah. it'd be great to do this it'd be great to do that when Right. When am I going to get all these guys together? You know, like I said, the same thing. I mean, it's just, it's not conducive to us developing, you know, not only top, you know, soccer players, but top, you know, students as well, because, I mean, it's just such a difficult task for us. Yeah, it, it's it's a different animal, too, when you throw in the summer season, whether, whether you're playing PDL, whether you're, yeah. where, wherever you're playing, MPSL, wherever it is. I mean, minutes more minutes more the, games more training more the, recovery the thing that's that's bad about that too is that okay so we go we play our spring season whatever we play games we go right into summer ball then right after summer ball depending on how you do you're ending in august and then right after like right after that you're going straight back into your your preseason you're already dead tired from how how many other games you just played Plus, I played on two teams. Sure. So it was like it was like game this this week this time. So it was almost like playing a college season during the whole summer. Well, I know Austin Ricci would play a game, then get on a bus, drive back from the game, and yep. literally yeah. drive right hey, to the field. I, I, to play I mean, game, not, yeah. it's not calling Niall out, but like yeah. he reached out to me after the the Buck season ends. He's like coach man can i come a couple days late you know not that i want to mm. i'm just done man i'm fried and yeah. like i want to but he has to be the same standard as everybody else you mm. know because you know if you do it for him you got to do it and then you got a game in two days and mm -hmm. you only have so many days sure. to train before your first regular season game and so we're just all in this this uh, vicious cycle and it doesn't make sense for these kids and and we got to come to some kind of agreement um, that works for the student athletes and allows us to develop these these young men as soccer players and as young men um, that that's a little bit better than what we're seeing now because it's a bit antiquated to say the least well speaking of young men Niall, you, you are a sophomore as we talked about mechanical engineering major mm -hmm. which I'm sorry I can't hold a conversation <laughs> with you about that because I'm not is, it, is that designing cars or I mean what well what I wanted well pretty much designing and stuff like that sure. like automotive uh, uh, engineering uh -huh. is what I want to specify it and basically what I want to do is like well there's many branches of sure. uh, uh, yeah many branches of things that that I could do like I could just be like a programmer and stuff mm -hmm. like that but what I really want to do is like help construct like be the first to come up with my product you know what I mean right to produce my product to my my company sure that's what I want to basically no, I, do I it's like it's designing but it's like you know like the head it's pretty much the head business <laughs> person sure so it, de it deals with it deals with pretty much like a lot of um can't remember how, what what the word was um i talked to i interviewed an, a mechanical engineer and he told me what it was but i can't remember what it was sure but but, but now i mean you you look at your high school career and your time leading up to oakland you're a very heralded uh, uh soccer prospect mm -hmm. now you're, you're from ontario yeah uh, as a native and you were also selected you you were available in the canadian u18 national team pool mm -hmm. and and i read that and i see that 
And I always wonder how that process works. Is, mm. is it different in Canada than it would be in the United States? Or maybe you can't speak to that, but, but how exactly does that work? Uh, so pretty much it's just um, the pool was basically a pool uh, uh, for our league that we were based in. And it picked a couple of younger kids from our pool to come in try out. Now, some of the players that were there weren't actually from that league. Which was kind of iffy, but it was still a, another chance to, you know, showcase your talents and stuff like that. But basically, what happened with me was that I got a call from my coach, Chiefs Geyser, and then he just basically kind of said, "Hey, like I'm gonna get you into the national team pool." And then they they had looked at me over while I was playing with uh, Ajax Soccer Club, and then after that, they just kind of called me as well, and then they said. Uh, here are your dates and then you just come in and then I ended up training with the that that pool yeah and coach this this level of player uh, that we're talking about here I mean now you're talking about getting guys here at Oakland that are in the discussion for national teams I mean th this is a, this is a different beast now that <laughs> that you're bringing in here this is a different level than maybe what's been here in the past yeah absolutely but and but you want to provide an environment where you can keep getting better and that's not just at Oakland but then that's the summer soccer that we mm -hmm. talked about because mm -hmm. exposure with you know teams like the Michigan Bucks and Detroit City FC and doing well in the Open Cup and those kinds of things they know and we know that that's part of the development process for them you know that allows them opportunities to train with MLS teams I mean I was training with Sporting Kansas City this summer and mm -hmm. you know but having said that when he goes down there you know how sharp is he mm -hmm. you know because he's worn out from playing sure. a million games so it's again goes back to you know I'm not trying to knock the system but I, I think just like anything you got to be a you know we got to be a bit innovative and I think men's soccer is on the forefront of this now in terms of understanding we just got to get everybody behind it. We got to get women's soccer behind it. We got to get everybody behind it because, you know, the NCAA is only going to make rules, you know, that kind of go across the board. You know, sure. I say, oh, men's soccer, you got your own set of rules. Women's soccer, you got your own set of rules. But we got to make it better because, you know, we're being held accountable to developing these young men, you know, and, and, and in combination with PDL, NPSL, all these teams, um, but we also got to give them the proper rest, the proper ratio of training to games so that when they go into these environments or they go into these combines and they go into these things, um, you know, they can showcase themselves at the best level. And, you know, as coaches, you know, you can only do so much given a schedule in terms of travel and all these other things, you know. So, but, yeah, I mean, Niles' upside is, is huge. We just got to be able, you know, you're not even mentioning this guy's on the track team at Oakland. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, running the 100-meter hurdles for Coach Rice, and we got a couple guys that do that, and, and that's just one more piece to the puzzle, but that's a passion of his that we're able to kind of, you know, and hopefully, you know, he got hurt last year, so he couldn't do it too much, mm -hmm. but maybe that's a way for us to kind of take some, you know, a little bit more downtime for him so that he can – pursue a different passion and that's something to me as a coach recruiting wise this year I know I'm even looking at is maybe you know going after a, a bit more multi-sport athletes you know because these young kids are you know specifically focusing on soccer at like seven years old right. now mm -hmm. you know by the time they get to us at 18 years old and they got their scholarship and they got they get here they're like I'm done 
Right, right. Well, I mean, they're coach- talented. They're talented, Neil, but they're not passionate anymore. Sure. You Which, know, it's a big difference. They'll show up because you got this, you got that, but are they going to do extra? And to be honest, sometimes you can't blame them, man. They've been doing this for 13 years, 14 years, you know. They're, they're, it's been a career already. They're burned out yeah. and they got As their – As a teenager, they've they, had a career. They got their scholarship, they got their job, and they got away, and, and they're just not the same passion and the burn, you know, that's there. And so maybe for me, focusing on some more multi-sport athletes, or maybe they weren't just playing soccer – since they were six years old, they mm-hmm. were playing basketball, they were running track, they were kicking on the football team, they were playing baseball, so that when they f- finally start get to here, they're great athletes and they're passionate to get better at one sport because they really never focused on that. And so, you know, there's a few crazy things running through my mind right now. So, <laughs> Head soccer <laughs> coach know. Eric Pogue, Niall Higgins joining us here on the Wear the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule. Uh, now, real quickly, before we kind of wrap this up, I'm always interested to get your response to that. Coach brought up the fact you train with Sporting Kansas City, who yeah. won the U.S. Open Cup yesterday, uh, right? yeah, last night as, yep. as we record this. But, um, you know, Niall, what, what – and I asked Wilford William this, and, I, and I'm always amazed – slash very intrigued to hear the answer what was it like when you go up against people that are playing to eat people people are playing that's their job that's their right? job like that's what they do what what is that like for for a, a a sophomore in college for me it's just it's a day-to-day thing for me it's just i just want to show them what i got that's all it is i just want to i know it's their day-to-day job and everything and they just you know come in and you know, I know I know what to expect, but th- when they see me, it's kind of like, you know, I don't – I've never seen this type of kid before. You know what I mean? Like, I just come with a different type of hunger. Right, that's absolutely. And that's I, – I, I could talk to this guy forever. You could, <laughs> man. You know, he's, 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 he's quiet, but, you know, he's very, very intelligent. He's got a great mind for things. He's very thoughtful and well thought out. Um, you know, he's just not going to always come out and – you know, just, you know, he's a lead by example kind sure. of a guy. Mm-hmm. But what I'm asking him to do to, to help this team be more successful is to step out of his comfort zone mm-hmm. and become a bit more vocal because we're going to need Niall Higgins to be, you know, to be successful and to be great that we all want to be. We need him to step out of his comfort zone and, and, and keep help lead us, lead us. Well, Coach, you're going to need a lot of guys because Absolutely. coming up this Saturday at home at the Oakland soccer field against Cleveland State, and it's a 7 p.m. opening kick. Everybody that can make it out to the Oakland soccer field this Saturday, please do so. If you can, it will be available on ESPN3 as well. Uh, follow that up Wednesday at Michigan, and then just seven days after that, a home match against Green Bay. So, Coach, we will let you guys go. And uh, after we get through the other side of that gauntlet, and the following Saturday at Northern Kentucky, we'll check in with you right before the Ohio State game at home. That'll be a lot of fun as well on October 10th. And that one also will be available on ESPN3. So for the head coach of men's soccer, Eric Pogue and Niall Higgins, my name is Neil Rule. Thanks once again, everybody, for listening. The Wear the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Well, see you later.